listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Now, we don't really talk politics here on the Mark and Neanderthal program, and we're not going to. Nah. But if you're into that kind of thing, it will get interesting for you today. Yeah, it's uh, a must-see TV. I mean, all the all the news networks are thrilled. This is the best live. There's a, there's a notion in television that live television is the best television, which is why you've got all these game shows and variety shows, and live sports are on every network all the time. Because everybody can VCR everything now, or yeah. VTR. I, yeah, every, everybody loves live television live you know it's because it's unscripted and the situation here is we're going to have uh michael cohen in front of congress today and cameras will be rolling yeah that's gonna be amazing president's former personal lawyer dvr by the way is the term i was looking for i think so yeah but uh michael cohen he is gonna go to i thought it was march but i heard last night it was may that he's gonna go to federal prison did you see the name of the town that the federal prison is in that he's going to no it's in new york state it is otisville Thank you. Is it really? Otisville. Otis, my man. (laughs) Was it named after Otis Day in the Nights or Otis from the Andy Griffith Show? I think the latter. I have no idea. Can you imagine? I mean, just sitting there. Or y'all saying to him, Otisville? Otisville. Well, you know, that's, I mean, everybody, when you think it's a cushy club fed type prison, realize it's in Otisville. That's right. A a town. How club fed can it be? The population is 1,068 as of the 2010 census. They haven't cared to do another census there since. We've had a few people come and go since then. We're going to have one of those big old highfalutin New York attorneys. You ain't in Manhattan no more, son. No. Sounds like one of those towns where corduroy overalls are formal wear. Yeah. My guess is people drive John Deere's on the streets (laughs) in Otisville, New York. That's a town where people mow their lawns and find a car. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Jeff Foxworthy. (laughs) Otisville. I mean, you just, you can't say it. Like, it's hard to believe that what's going on in Otisville. Well, they got to bring that newfangled federal prison going on up there. Got a whole bunch of dangerous inmates in Otisville. Yeah, you know why they brought the federal prison in? No. Because the mill shut down. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, you wonder if there's a roadhouse bar, you know, just, just <laughs> off over the hill. Yep. You know? That's where people own homes on wheels, but cars that don't have any. Yes, exactly. Well, no. The cars the cars are right in the front yard with a goat <laughs> tendered to the back axle. We in Otisville, New York. Where you've, be got, a good time. where you've got to move the transmission if you want to take a bath. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff Foxworthy. Really? All right. There's 825 inmates, by the way. If they all broke out, they would almost outnumber the townspeople. And I'll bet they're better fighters. So. No, they're not. It's a fed prison. Yeah, you're right. It's all, it's all guys who cheated at golf. In many in many instances, you're right. The, yeah. guy, the guy from the Jersey Shore, the situation, Mike, whatever his name is, right, yeah. he's in that prison Yeah, because he cheated on his taxes. That's yep. where you go. I yeah. wonder if that's a property owned by the President of the United States. You know, he owns so many properties in so <laughs> many does. different places. He does. Send Michael Cohen to a place yeah. that, that he's still going to benefit from. That would be funny. Yeah. Right now, and on the Mark and Neanderthal show, let's get into another round of neighborhood nicknames. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Talking about people uh, who you've seen in your neighborhood. You've never had a formal introduction, but they've got to be identified in some way, shape, or form to people that you do know, like when they act the fool, and you can go, Hey, Mark, remember that guy in the neighborhood that did that thing? Yeah. You know, the guy, Sneaker Boy. 
some kind of nickname. You've got to give them a nickname of some sort. That's what this is all about, your neighborhood nicknames. And if you've got one, feel free to submit it to Mark at KSLX.com, NeanderpaulKSLX.com, or just give us a call at 480-470-KSLX. Bill from Glendale. Neighborhood nickname? Uh, we had a neighbor across the street. We used to call the Burbs. The Burbs? Yeah, from the movie. Because they had hardly ever come out. They never talked to anybody. Yeah, actually, my daughter actually thought that was a real name. but <laughs> Because we called her that all the time. So, yeah, she actually thought that was a name. Yeah, that's that's the Klopex. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Bruce Dern is uh, is Mr. Klopek. They never come out? They, they're, well, they're, they're, they're creepy. Uh, and the, okay. kid that, the kid that was Malachi and Children of the Corn, the red-haired kid, really goofy-looking kid. You know who I'm talking about. He's in a bunch of movies. Yeah. He was also in Colors. He was one of the okay. one of the gangbangers in Colors. Yeah. Red hair, freckles, kind of a goofy-looking dude. Yeah. yeah, he's in it, too. The birds, right. they're called the Klopex. Just so you, if you're wondering, that's the name of that family, Mr. Mr. You know, the Klopex family. So Kevin emailed this one to us. All right. He says, my neighbor's frighteningly skinny girlfriend is usually dressed in pajama bottoms and a T-shirt. Of course. Fueled by coffee and cigarettes. She's always out front at the edge of the driveway, sipping and smoking. She's got really thick, wild hair. And one of our friends started calling her Tumbleweed. Okay. And it stuck. All right. That's so, a good one. Tumbleweed. I also want to girlfriend. acknowledge one of my neighbors, uh, who I think I've mentioned before. He's the guy that has the yippee um, pug dog that I think he bought yes. his kids. I think he's a divorced guy, and he gets the kids on the weekends. So he's got a, a rent-a-dog that he deals with. That's not right. his nickname. His new nickname is because he decides on every Sunday morning to take his trailer to the backyard, you know, the back uh, alley between the yards. The trash alley. Yeah, the trash alley. He takes his trailer out there, whips out his compressed uh, water you know, uh, sprayer jet, and cleans his dirt bikes off in front of my back gate, leaving mm. a mound of just mud and sludge there. He'll now be known as Car Wash. He's Car Wash. He's Car Wash yep. now, from now on. 480-470-KSLX, you got one? Yes, yes. The guy next door, we call him the Scorpion King. Ooh, why? A scorpion hunter? Came home from work one day. He was on the left side of our house, midway back, and he was looking up in the, in the roof. We asked him what he was doing. He says, he holds up a jar. He's got about 25, 30 scorpions in there. He says, I've been walking around the neighborhood collecting scorpions. And he says, you, you think I did any good? And I says, well, you got about 30, 35 there, pal, but there's probably about 30, 35 million <laughs> around. So good luck with that. Yeah, you're never going to get them all. Yeah. I think we've all learned that by now. See, I've never done that. I've, I, again, and that's oh, another that's thing. Not unlike not going to the Grand Canyon, I've never done And I've got, when I first moved here a decade ago, I bought the little plastic wrapped for the four flashlights. You know, they sure. get the matching set of four neon or, 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 or ultraviolet flashlights. Yeah. So the scorpion. I have the flashlights. I've got a rubber mallet. I just have no one to go scorpion hunting with. It's it's not a bad solo activity either. Is it really? No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure my neighbor, my neighbors would love that. I'm not I'm not considered crazy <laughs> enough by my neighbors. Good morning to the Circle K over at 68th and McDowell, cranking the Mark and Neanderthal show this morning. Yeah, we apologize to your customers in advance for that. Mm-hmm. Yep, we didn't mean it. Shouldn't hurt the coffee or anything like y- that. You wouldn't think so. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Ah, neighborhood 
nicknames. Yeah, this is a, sort of a tradition we're doing on the Mark and Interpol show. Every Wednesday, we just roll out some of the nicknames that you throw at uh, those people you've never met. But you see them on a regular occasion. You probably see them almost as much as you see your family because yeah. they live in your neighborhood. Have, have I mentioned the Chandler Scarecrow yet? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Chandler Scarecrow is great. I've got another new one, too, who I'm starting to call Chainsaw. The guy that just fires up his chainsaw. Look, I understand. Look, I, of all people, understand getting up early and working early. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't fire up my motorcycle at 3 o'clock in the morning right. when I'm leaving to work. Right. On a Saturday or a Sunday morning, just because it's 7 a.m., doesn't mean you should fire up the chainsaw. You know what I mean? No, I, I understand that. Knock yeah. it off. By the way, the Chandler Scarecrow should not be confused with the Chandler Zombie. Right. Both, <clears throat> it's both in my neighborhood. Or the Chandler Walking Man. Chandler's Smoking Man. Oh, Smoking Man. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Not to be confused with the Upright Man. You know what I like about that? Is you, <laughs> you make them really local. Live you and local. them. Yeah, yeah. You definitely, because, you know, you got the Chandler, because you never know. Last thing you want is the Gilbert Smoking Man <laughs> to step up and say, hey, you're stealing my gig. All right, let's get somebody else's neighborhood nickname. You got one for us? Yes, I do. We I live in Levine, and we have a gentleman on um, Dobson Road that wears Speedos. Every 365 every of the, of the year, and he's always out washing his cars and speedos. He has a special one for decorating his house. <laughs> we call him Speedo Man. Right. All right, that makes sense. Yep, grape smuggler would also count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting. The red, the red one at Christmas is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> is he at least a good-looking guy? He's about 65 and very tan. <laughs> All right, with a Christmas-themed speedo. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, we call that Santa's banana hammock. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. Actually, if you want to really be specific, he is the Levine speedo man. Of course he is. You want to regionalize things. Sure. Thank you for all the phone calls, emails, etc. about neighborhood nicknames. It's fun to do every week. All right. Phone number, by the way, is 480-470-KSLX. Dander Paul, you got Harley, right? Yes. Okay. Then all of your neighbors should be appreciative to you. Right. For bringing a little culture into their lives, regardless of what time you fire the beast up. <laughs> yeah, no, I... <clears throat> morning's perfect because there's not a lot of other ambient noise to, you know, to mess with it. <laughs> yes, it's... <clears throat> make no mistake about it. When I do fire it up and I pull out onto the main road that's off my side street, they know I've left. <laughs> well, there's nothing dumber than a quiet Harley, you know. <laughs> yes, I love the low hey. factor. Factory rumble with all the baffles in it. That's exactly why I bought it. That's the new Harley Prius. Yeah, the Harley Prius. <laughs> nice. You guys have a good one. All right, see ya. You know what you would probably be in your neighborhood? Fonzie. No, be Harley. Well, maybe Fonzie. Yeah. Or Harley guy. You know, yeah. or just Harley, whatever it might be. But Hell's you know, Angel. Somebody yeah, who don't. Yeah, yeah, somebody who doesn't know you <laughs> would think that I yeah. would. I would be palm tree guy because I. Because you're always doing the, your palm trees. The few times I'm the few times I'm out in the front yard, you know, or you know what I'm doing mostly when I'm out there is that's the one palm tree I can still get after those shoots that grow up because it's not that tall of a tree yet. Right. But I'm still on the t- on the ladder near the top on my tiptoes with the lat with the saw extended the entire way trying to sh- uh, cut those things off. It's probably a good idea because I'm not sure what's living in the palm tree in my neighbor's front yard across the street because mm-hmm. <clears throat> they never change the palm fronds, so it's all, like they're all hanging down. And when I walk when I'm when I'm walking ace by the, the tree, I, I hear like this rustling, like King Kong in the jungle. Yeah. It's about to split yeah. one of those yeah. palms. 
I'm guessing. I, I'm guessing they're tree rats or something or living up or there. Or birds. What, I mean, but you'd probably hear them. But no, I, I don't I, hear any birds chirping at all. I will tell you. And when, they don't move until I bring the dog nearby. When we move from the house we're living in, I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to have a pool again because of the maintenance. Wow. And no palm trees whatsoever. Most useless tree in the world. Yeah, they're attractive to look at, I guess. They give it a tropical feel. They provide no shade. And after about 10 years, they start trying to reproduce. Yeah, I, I've got, I've got, uh, I, I had palm trees. I don't have yeah. any in my, my yard now. I've got a half dead tree in the front yard now, um, but I, I don't have any palm trees. Although when I lived in Louisiana, I had them. So you're tree guy now. Yeah, yeah. You're dead tree man. I'm, de- I'm dead. I'm that's, dead tree guy. That's your neighborhood nickname. Yeah, right dead, there. dead tree man is what I am. Yes. Yeah. It's time right now for the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. You know what happens here? Mark exposes stupidity. It's a fun one today. Okay, then. Uh, you'll see this at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Now, you got to give it to Mr. Colin Howard. Okay. He's Why? He's 18 years old, freshman at the University of California at Santa Cruz. UC Santa Cruz, if you will. Are they the banana slugs? I believe they are. Oh, nice. Or maybe that's Santa Clara. I'm not sure. No, I think it's Santa Cruz. But either way, Colin Howard is one industrious kind of guy. After being on campus for a while, Colin kind of figured out, now this doesn't take much, he figured out there was money to be made selling drugs to other students. No! Yeah. In college? <laughs> Cocaine, meth. Colin had himself a nice business going. Sure he did, yeah. But it did get to the point where campus police heard about it. Oh, boy. And decided a sting operation was needed to catch Colin in the act. Yeah, you know what the toughest thing to do in college is? What? Keep a secret. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very difficult. Uh-huh. Uh, the police wound up buying drugs several times from Colin to build the case and then busted him. Now, how they found out was kind of interesting. Colin's drug business was not the old-fashioned word-of-mouth kind. Oh, no? No. Colin actually... went on the internet. Colin actually developed an app. Oh. Where you could play orders kind of like Grubhub for illicit substances so it'd be drug hub <laughs> it was kind of like drug hub all right now but you know but just because there's an app for it doesn't mean that the police would have heard about it there's plenty of apps out there that none of us have heard of right, right exactly yeah. sure but when Colin advertised his drug selling app he did it by placing posters for it all over campus huh well, that's the old I mean, school way I mean what are the odds <laughs> that the campus police are actually going to see something? posted all over campus. All over campus. What are the odds? Yeah, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's not like Officer Barbrady is your campus cop. No, it wasn't difficult. Oh, hey, looky Lose. Nothing to see here. <laughs> see here. Nothing this to see is, here. The drug selling app. Yeah. Move along. Move along, looky Lose. Wasn't hard for campus police to hear about it after that. So. No, I don't think so. Colin Howard now faces at least... Five years in prison if he's found guilty. Yeah, but I think he should get credit for developing the app. The science department and the computer technology department are probably really thrilled with him. They're very, very proud of the yeah, I would think so. technique. Right. Not what it was used for, though. Right. Well, you got to use your powers for good, not evil. And that's how Colin Howard became the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Not only do I think that was a beautiful story that you just told, I know that was a beautiful story that you just told. Mark and Neanderthal in the morning. I think we're doing pretty well this morning here on the Mark and Neander Paul show. In what way? We haven't mentioned Robert Kraft yet. Well, that's because there's, there's one of the <laughs> his, one of the lawyers involved in this thing has uh, filed a petition to try and keep the Robert Kraft video. There's apparently an explicit sex video. I don't want to see it. They don't, don't have to see, worry about me. See, aren't you glad we didn't mention it? Aren't you glad we let you eat your breakfast before we mentioned <laughs> yeah. it? 
I so don't unless, of course, that. you're having your breakfast now, then we'd like to say you're welcome for skipping a meal. Holy moly. Yeah, you're welcome. It, you know, it, it kind of brings the whole massage thing into the into the forefront. My, you know, 99.9% of masseuses, masseurs, whatever, are on the level. They're legitimate. You know, places you go to, you get right. a nice massage. Right. I, You know, as Ferris Bueller would say, if you have the means, I highly recommend it. Yeah, I get uh, I get a therapeutic massage. I get that because I, I have back problems and neck problems yeah, from, all, awesome, from right? sports when I was a kid. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's no, it's fantastic. Later on, doesn't feel good at the time. Oh, I think it feels great at the no, time. No, no, she she twists me up. I mean, and she's doing something wrong. No, man. no, she's doing it absolutely right. She's got uh. a, she's stretching and pulling and making the muscles go where they're supposed to go. <laughs> If she doesn't do well, that, then I'm not. Then, then that's why I'm there. I'm there well, to have her manipulate the muscles. No, massages are great. They should feel fantastic. Relaxing while you're massages there. are yeah, different. Relaxing yeah, there's, massages. there are several now, different types. So I, okay, when you go, do you do they say to you undies or no undies? No, it's you just, can strip down all the way if you want. It's just assumed that it's no undies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've done, and my, and my I've massage therapist is female. I've gone back to undies. Have you really? Yeah. Are you no, getting, maybe I'm getting, getting more modest. Getting as shy? I get older. Really? Why? Who cares? Oh. And you know what? They're they're wizards with the with the sheets to to keep things hidden anyway. Yeah, it's like they're wrapping a sandwich for your lunch bag, <laughs> so to speak. Hey, bu- hey, buddy, you ever have a professional massage? Yes, I have. Okay, did you go with undies on or undies off? I I actually went to a gentleman, uh, and when I got on his table, he was still dressed, and he said, "Oh no, sir, I'm sorry, this is a nude massage." Oh, I said, "Hey, I'm I okay?" So. <laughs> He left the room. I got undressed. I jumped back on the table, and he did what he had to do. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. I, that, he didn't go all the way with me, though. <laughs> nobody well, said he, nobody said he did. disappointment in your, in your voice there because the excitement of, oh, hey, okay, was <laughs> that was palpable is what I'm saying. So. No, I just, you know, these days I'm going undies. I'm not, not as brash as I used to be, I don't I guess. care, man. I'm running free. Yeah. It's all good. You know, if there's... <laughs> I would assume. There's got to be a massage therapist. There's a massage therapist. Give us a call, please, at 480-470-KSLX. We have a question or two. I wonder what their preference is. Yeah. You know, well, do, they, do they want the hairy guy to go undie, no undies? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, you, and it's, oh, by the way, just out of a common courtesy, if you have the means, shower before your massage. <laughs> yes, by all means. Yeah, it's, all right. And you know what? Those folks are working hard. That Imagine trying to do, like, if you rub somebody's neck for a minute and you're, you're like, ah, oh, my hands are tired. They do it for an hour. For an hour at a time, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty so, impressive. And, and, and you feel free to tip them. I mean, just a tip, just for a second. Just to see how it feels. With the whole Robert Kraft thing in the news, we were talking about massages. Just right. massages in general. Um, I don't do it as often as I should. I do you know, it every it's, Monday. It's hard to get time for it, and you know it's it's costly too. Sometimes it certainly is. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I do it with my my health savings account there. Yeah. 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 Because you can a lot of times you can make it a a wellness kind of thing That's that you exactly can do on is, your yeah. on your on your HSA or your your healthcare at work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know you know what Ferris Bueller says. Uh, about massages. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. Yeah. Right, yeah, absolutely. He if said you that have the a, means. He said that in a men's room, by the way. <laughs> yes, indeed. Creepy. He did. But uh, we were just wondering, you know, like, you, they, they say to you, you know, undress to your comfort level, basically, is what they right. tell you. So if you're happy being naked, let yeah. it all hang out. I have been. I have done that. and uh, But now I'm, I'm kind of back to the undies on, you know. Okay. So, you know, uh, I'm modest now. Yeah. And so we were wondering, and we have Cheryl, who's a massage therapist, 
on the phone with us. Okay. And uh, Cheryl, what's I mean when a when a client comes in, comes in, what's your preference? Undies, no undies? I actually really don't have a preference. Whatever is going to make the person on the table more comfortable is ideal. Because they're there to relax, it's their time. So whatever is going to make them put them more at ease is, is perfect for me. There are a couple exceptions to that, though. There are some types of massage that require more fluid strokes, like along the whole length of the body, such as like a lomi-lomi massage. lomi-lomi. So in that case, like underwear can kind of impede that that fluidity of the stroke. Right. So, you know, it's really important for the guest to know what kind of uh, service that they're choosing. Same thing goes for body treatment. Uh, is there a school that you have to attend for the uh, massage sheet origami that you have to perform to somehow, because I, I do a therapeutic massage on occasion. It's and impressive. My, and my yeah. masseuse, my therapist, is she can wrap me up like she's wrapping a, a, a chicken breast to be frozen <laughs> away. I mean, it's like, it's like she's like a cellophane ninja. Yeah. Totally. We actually call ourselves sometimes linen ninjas. Yes, linen ninjas. We have to do some pretty cool stuff with linens um, for different types of treatments. So yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they do. We do learn some techniques and some tricks in school. But you also pick some stuff up along the way and make it up as you go. Yeah, I get wrapped up like Gandhi. I have the Gandhi diaper. It's amazing what she can do with that thing. I mean, look, if you don't want to see my junk, it's cool. Totally. Not yeah. that she can. You feel really, you you know. really secure, don't you? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't care. anywhere. All right. Well, I just wanted to check on that because right. that is, to me, that's more impressive. Don't get me wrong. What you do is great and all the schooling that you have to go through to bring, uh, you know, to take all the, the swelling and stuff out of the muscles is fantastic. But the, the skill with the with the, the linens is it's something impressive. special. It, it it's is amazing. So. That should be, you guys are like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Thanks for checking in, Cheryl. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, be well. Ah, you know that soothing music. I'm, I'm, I'm less tight already. Yeah, I know. You it know? Feels good. Just, just relax. Close the your room. Eyes. Yeah, it's, it's a. Would you like some cucumber infused water? Yeah. Uh, wouldn't that be great? Let me lower the lights. Uh, it's quite a setting when you do that. And do me a favor. Yeah. Could you undress to your comfort level, please? <laughs> By the way, that's a nine-month deal, becoming a massage therapist. It's like a... It's like being pregnant. It, it takes a long time to get your license, and that's yeah. what it means to be a, a therapist, is that you're licensed, but... Not to, not to be confused with a masseuse or a masseur, who are more often than not employed in a rub and tug. Those are the uh, the Robert Kraft type. Yes, that's the... That's the we massage call the, people. They call that pulling a craft. I mean, literally. Pulling a craft. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.